Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is episode 359. This week, we're going to be talking about some upcoming tournaments, including the Scott Porter Invitational and a Highlander Games pre-release, as well as discuss some things we saw in the Game Trade magazine, like Rally from the new Empire set. And of course, we have our economic advisor, Ian, is in the podcast studio this week, and we're going to be talking about the Wonder Woman pre-release, the prices, what figures we think are going for good prices, which ones you should hold, which ones you should trade, which ones you should sell, which stocks, and by stocks, I mean hero clicks, you should invest in. And if you want to know all this and more, then just keep playing the episode, baby. Like I said, this is episode 358. Howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks. No. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like the hundred? Instant deadpan humor. Oh, oh six, six people think I am funny. It's a hard day's work. Not that you know anything about that. Which absolute fools? It's not Witcher nonsense. I'm gonna make hero clips like that forever. Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey Google, back some more. Let the chat in because he's a jerk. Wow, wow, wow. Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClick singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Use code DIAL5, D-I-A-L-5, for 5% off your order. Joining me, like always, in the studio is the current Dial H for Hero Clicks champion, the Billion Clicks Bruce. What's going on, Simeon? Too many generics, Calder. Oh, there's too many generics. <sighs> okay. Well... I don't know what I expected. It was not that. And then, of course, joining us for this episode is going to be Ian. What's going on, Ian? Uh, not too much, man. Excited to be on the show again. You know, there is a lot to talk about. And Simeon's right. There is a lot of generics. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. Got it on the first take. And... <laughs> you know... Speaking of the first take, we really should... I mean, we haven't really accurately... Uh introduced ian as his new uh podcast partner i don't know I, what, what do we call it uh that's a good question um i guess director uh director yeah, yeah so, that, that's the first word that came to my mind he's um, he's our steven spielberg to our uh harrison ford and short round i guess is the title i will take um yes you are okay i was about to say now i'm for sure harrison ford in that situation yeah, you can yeah, choose yeah. any side you can be you, you can be would, shia you're, LaBeouf. You're more of a, i guess since since you're younger than me you can be shia labeouf and i be could harrison be shia labeouf if we go with that if we go with that route i was thinking i would be harrison ford he, well then you know, i want to be michael bay <laughs> okay yeah, i think he fits more michael bay well, i gotta be, shia LaBeouf, be a lot more explosions uh, yeah, so yeah, for yeah. the for I the mean, listeners that have no then. clue what we're talking about, um, we are in the makings of uh, it's not quite Extreme Rules Part Two, but it is uh, Part Two of the the Billion Clicks Bruce versus Sexy Ranch Hand. Uh, it's the sequel, I guess. It's in the universe. Yeah, it's, it's in the Extreme Rules Cinematic the, Universe. Yeah, in the Extreme <laughs> Rules Cinematic yeah. Universe. Uh, we're in the the middle of filming part two, so the Patreon uh, members have seen a little bit of the like they've seen a tiny clip, exactly like two seconds of the clip, and uh, other than that, yeah, no one knows what I'm talking about. But um, looking back in time, if you're listening to this, you will know exactly what happened, and I right. hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did. 
Oh yeah. It's a good time and it's going to be a good time. Uh, starting the show, we always start with what made us happy this week. Ian is our guest. So Ian, you can go ahead and go first. What made you happy this week, my man? So uh, my buddy Luke came back from uh, Omaha, came to Sioux Falls, and we got to play some in-person hero clicks. So that was a ton of fun. Uh, we ended up playing like a sidekick-only game where we had the alchemical potion on the sideline. And each turn, we'd roll a die. And then whatever power you rolled, all of your sidekicks got. So that made for some pretty funny interactions, you know, turns where everybody had TK or Flurry was just absolutely brutal. Oh, man. <laughs> and that was honestly a ton of fun. And then on top of that, we had some of our own special rules. I don't need to go into that. But, yeah, the sidekicks are really fun if you, uh, you know, add some some flair to them, I guess. But then uh, I also got to finally play my Chase Dooms in person. And mm. uh, Sorcerer Doom nice. is nasty. He is uh, he's really fun, and he is brutal. So, uh, so yeah, Sorcerer Doom, yet, you're considering him. he's the one that has the re-roll within like range but it's not prob right yeah every attack you yeah can re-roll if it's within range and line of sight and when you have a team that's like dropping pogs or a lot of attacks and he's just chilling in the background he's hard to deal with if you have that front line i mean he's got mystics too eight range double target psychic blast like he's uh yeah he's fun and he's he's scary 20 super senses or 20 defense with super senses it's 18 with energy shield but if you're shooting at him it's a 20 oh yeah um i pulled him in sealed and yeah he he does a lot of work not great um as far as like protecting you it's hard to get like the line on all of the opposing characters but yeah if you have a full field of decent attackers being able to reroll every yep. single attack is just nuts that's not something Ooh, that it's, you super really awesome. see. it's super awesome and then, uh, yeah, so it was just it was just really nice to see Luke again and play some in-person hero clicks. And, yeah, that was about it. That was my weekend. <laughs> oh, man. And I All bet right, what sweet. made him happy was coming back to Omaha, back to civilization, the real world, <laughs> as I like to call oh, it. Oh, yikes. Uh, the big I love I call it civilization. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we're civilized here. It's true. Sometimes we are. Um, could not me. recently, not recently if you look at the news, but uh, most of the time it's fine. Most of the time. Most All right, Simeon. Well, what made you happy living in the civilized world of Omaha and whatnot this week? <laughs> made me happy, as it usually does, is just being, a, being better because I was raised in Nebraska. No. Uh, what made me happy <laughs> this week? Still high class. I know. I um, I can't keep it up. Uh, what made me really happy this week was um, just interacting with our Discord. Man, did we have a wild last couple of days um, between people just photoshopping my face all <laughs> over the place. That was pretty good. It's it's pretty hilarious time in there right now. We've had some good conversations and some pretty hilarious. You better uh, better watch people. their mouths. Not gonna lie, some of them need to uh, need to realize who's yeah. sending their tokens to them. <laughs> that uh, that Chance McCall uh, might get put in a headlock pretty soon. Yeah, he's on he thin ice. He's on thin ice. Not For a guy who's like drop. five two and uh, like hundred pounds soaking wet. He sure does have a big mouth. Just saying. Anyways. <laughs> He's not fine. Too. Yeah, but no, it, uh, it, yeah. it really is. Uh, man, what a fun, what a fun little group we've cultivated. I'm not. We really have. I'm not amazingly proud of like 
everything we do but when it comes to like our discord and just like the fan responses and people that like message us and stuff um i am pretty proud of like the the whatever you want to call it not necessarily like the followers we have but just like the the interactions the community have yeah. with us especially um it seems pretty good it's a really good interaction because they're definitely the most you know passionate about the content we make they you know support us and everything financially which you know the show is possible thanks to them so it's really we're super thankful for everybody that joins the patreon and is on the discord and then we just get to have some really fun conversations which i i always enjoy as much as i may uh give them give them guff about that i really enjoy it um what made me happy this week though uh i went to sioux falls this last week uh bounced on my hero clicks buddies because i had never checked out the the falls i'd never actually seen sioux falls's falls just put that in some word garbage there but it was really cool it was really pretty um it blew my yeah, mind that I had, nice. I had never I'd never been there before. So I just walked around, enjoyed it. You know, it was really cool. So I, I had a really good time. I was like, man, it's like on one of the sides, it says you used to be able to hear this for miles around. And I'm like, yeah, before there was a or there was a city here, you could probably hear it for miles around. But no, the falls are really cool. I was I'm always impressed by South Dakota's landscape and how different we are everywhere from the Black Hills to the Badlands to the Plains and the Rolling Hills. The falls, and then most of East River is pretty flat and boring. But West River, yeah, obviously, I was, was going to comment best. on that. From uh, the fields to the fields to the fields, and the fields and the fields. <laughs> and the fields. Uh, but yeah, there really is some like pretty cool stuff if you if you go check it out and look for it. You know, so I was I was enjoying that. I was enjoying that out inside, sort of not really nature, but very much still inside like the industrial part of Sioux Falls and downtown area. But yeah, that was really cool. But all right, guys, we are going to jump into the news. We got a packed week this week. Hi, Calder Ness. That's me. We're going to talk about a few things. So Scott Porter slash WizKids posted on Twitter the other day about the, uh, we're just going to call it the Heroclix for Huntington's event. Uh, it's also sort of a Scott Porter uh Invitational, invitational, as they yeah, said. Yeah, the yeah. invitational. So, uh, who is getting an invite? I don't know. Uh, I imagine quite a lot of people. But I'm just going to read what they have here so that everybody has the information. There's really cool prizing um, and prizing that only whiz kids can do. So, let's just get into it because we have a lot to do the show. Uh, everybody in. So, hello, everybody out there in Heroclix land. This, once again, is Scott Porter. I'm here to invite you to the first annual Heroclix for Huntington's event weekend, an incredible Heroclix event taking place virtually. So, everyone can play it. That's why we're, you know, can play in it. That's why we're talking about it. It's going to be May 14th, 15th, and 16th of 2021 in Kits at the Rock. Uh, all benefit to the Huntington's Disease Society of America. We will have some something for every Heroclix fan out there, whether it be our Friday night auction for weekend-long raffles uh, for the collectors, a wonderful Silver Age tournament on Saturday, and that also says Scott Porter Invitational, with an emphasis on fellowship and fun for the more casual players, or our Modern Age tournament on Sunday for the players who really want to push themselves. Uh, it goes into what Huntington's is, so if you guys want to look that up, uh, there's a lot out there, and I will link into everything for the uh, hdsa.org. Uh, that's going to be the podcast description. Uh, Scott's, uh, I believe, wife and uh, mother-in-law uh, also have this. 
So they live with that. So if you want to have his family story, there's also a YouTube video to that. So this is a personal thing. So if you guys want to learn more about that, uh, you can. Uh, but for right now, uh, we're going to jump into the prizing for the tournament. So the prizing for the event is, as he says, out of this world, chock full of goodies that you have to come to expect major events, factory sets and LEs, as well as incredible auction items and prizes you will only find at the Hero Clicks for Huntington's event weekend. We will have a tournament legal limited edition pogs and maps only available through this event. We will have previously unreleased figures for you all to bid on. I will lose my mind. If, if Sting is there to bid, I have to own him. Sadly, oh, I would no. have to own him. And here's the thing is, is David Newmark uh, has said he's bidding. If you don't know who that is, yeah. listener, he's just a gentleman that definitely has plenty of, uh, well, he can oh, splash the pot is, with all is his he possibly type of deal. Dropping thirty grand to host a f- tournament in Florida for no reason other than yes. there hasn't been a tournament in a while. Yes, yes, yes. he is. Uh, that should give what you a, uh, a scale. So hopefully, so hopefully he bids on some stuff that I'm not interested in. Uh, and also, also to bid on, one lucky player will have the chance to pick a figure to receive a legacy card in a future set. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. I, I'm, if, if you win, if this is a tournament prize, I will pay you a large sum of money to make that the uh, Hammer of Thor, Smoky Foot, Captain America. Um, I will and also put <laughs> some money for that. We, and I okay, will match, we, we I will got match some... that money to make it Bombastic Bagman instead. <laughs> <laughs> I will match uh, Basically, if we want to give a legacy card to anyone but Unimind, I'm also okay with that. Oh, so. yeah. We will um, pool our. There's actually several characters. There's there's that. actually quite several characters that I'd be like, please don't give this character a legacy card. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We Anyways, need, we need a legacy card for. Uh, I think it was Infinity Challenge Thug. I think they could really flesh him <laughs> out. Oh, they really could change that. They really value. could. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also, as well, what's going on here? Uh, one lucky player, yeah, legacy card in a future set. Three lucky winners and bidders will have their own likenesses made into a custom switch click hero click sculpt that they can paint and play with on at any switch click base in the game. So, here is I'm gonna I'm gonna pause here again because number one, dang bro, you gonna make me paint this? Fine, that's fair. Um, second. If it's tournament legal to be on a switch click, then I'm like, oh, baby, let's do this. Because there are a lot of characters that have switch clicks, and I've actually lost sculpts to some of them, so I can't, like, play them, you know? So if, if it's tournament legal to play your version, your switch click, and you can, like, whatever, swap out all of the uh, Avengers, Masters of Evil stuff, all the Fantastic Four, Cosmic Clash stuff, you know, the deep cuts, that's really cool if it's tournament legal. If it's, like, and it's just sort of you on a switch click sculpt, then it's not as cool. But if it's like expressly like you can play that tournament legal, that's pretty sweet. Um, and then also, uh, one lucky winner will get to design a tournament legal pog for our, for 2022 and beyond. Uh, yeah. So I don't. He says our 2022, so it might be just for the Huntington's any future tournaments they run. Yeah, but hopefully, so it's you just that might get be, a make a pog. That might be like one of the more exciting little tidbits that was kind of slipped in. But uh, this tournament is going to be the first of what sounds like a yearly thing going forwards so that's pretty awesome I hope yeah so. yeah um all the fun and excitement is for an amazing cause we try to use our collective community to end huntington's disease and support those living with it so let's roll some virtual dice raise some real money for this incredible organization every cent raised will go directly to the hdsa to arm them in their fight to cure and their mission to support those tens of thousands of americans battling with huntington's disease right now 
Uh, and then he, of course, Scott Porter, ends it in a very Scott Porter way, until I see you at the event, or even if I don't, may all your roles be critical hits. So some things that weren't mentioned in this uh, little document here. Uh, actually, boom, as you scroll down, wow, the things are mentioned in this document here. So Friday, 7 p.m. CST, the online auction. It's going to be the Heroclux Cafe on Oxit. Uh, there have been Heroclux auctions on Oxit before, so this is going to be there. It's going to be a live auctions once again. Scott Porter is going to be live streaming it on the Oxit site prior to the auction beginning, where you can go ahead and interact with Scott. So that's really cool. He's also going to be present in the room during the auction. Uh, a list of all the items and pictures will be available for you to view on Thursday, May 10th. So it's right like the day before. Uh, items will be put up for bid in groups of five or 10 items at a time, then a new group of items will begin after all the bidding has concluded from the prior group. There is no sniping on Oxit. Last second bidding extends the time. That's my biggest fault with eBay is the, oh, that's the my two second boop. You can't even, you don't even have time. Ah, Simeon. Yeah. Next time I see you, I'm going to punch you in the throat, bro. I lost so much cool stuff because someone's like, Hundred dollar bid. Well, dang, it's man. literally like in, an, in a weird owl song. It's in a weird owl song. I hate you. I hate sniping. I hate sniping. The man the with more money game. should always win. The man, and, and as the billion clicks, Bruce, you should agree with me. Well, if you've got like, more money, literally then just bid to it buy. before the last second. Put your highest bid. I can't up. do that. Well, I still want to. I yeah. Yeah, you like, still want to get a good deal. I, within uh, reason. Within reason. Within reason here. Hopefully, I'm not going to snipe. I'm not going to snipe. I'm be punch smirch. you in the mouth. Simeon I'm, will be getting punched in the throat next time I see him. That's fine. We'll get it on camera. It'll be. I think. I think I'm joking. Um. Yeah. Hey, make. Sure I don't want to be smirched the Oxit. Uh, I don't want to be smirched the Oxit brand at all. Um, I've only participated in a few of their auctions. Occasionally, they do have issues where the time should have been increased and then just wasn't. But they've been pretty good about. Um, moderating, I guess the word would be, where when something like that happens, like there's usually someone there to watch it. And I imagine for this occasion, there will be even more eyes. So um, hopefully every Absolutely. all the kinks will be completely Absolutely. worked out. Um, cool. Yeah. And the the right. app, for anybody interested in this particular portion, the app is spelled A-U-X-X-I-T. And there is a yeah. Heroclix Cafe um, group inside of there. There's several groups with like auctions and different stuff. It's for all kinds I'm gonna of try different to, uh, stuff. But yeah, you can find I'm going to try to put all the relevant links in the podcast description. And I'm going to say that as many times as I can during the show. So I actually remember to do it after the show. But yeah, hopefully that'll be a link in the podcast. Uh, Saturday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. They're doing it all based on Central, which is mm, muy caliente. I love that. <laughs> Uh, Scott Porter Invitational, $30 entry purchased here. It has a link to the entry purchase. Uh, it's going to be 300-point Silver Age. Figure ownership is not required. Bills, build sheets for Silver Age are due on May 12th. It's going to be five rounds of Swiss, cutting to top 16. The amount of Swiss rounds could increase depending on players' attendance. Prizing structure to be announced soon. A small break will occur between Swiss play and the top cut. So... Cool. There are charity props. Charity probability control is going to be available for a $1 donation per each use of charity probability control, limited to five uses per player per game, and are only allowed during the Scott Porter Invitational. Charity probability controls are going to, or well, only allowed during the Silver Age event. So, charity probability controls are a global effect and are not restricted by any game elements. 
Each player is responsible for keeping records of their charity prop, all right, and are responsible for documenting the amount used when giving game results. An invoice will be sent after the tournament to ensure probability controls are paid. The ban list for Silver Age. Now, we had seen a Silver Age ban list before. I think they really wanted to express that this is a casual event. So the ban list is going to be the Blackbird, all ID cards, XDPS Legion's B dial, and the Joker's Wild Fast Forces Penguin. Personally, I don't think you need to ban the Blackbird once you ban all the ID cards, but that's fine. They're just keeping the same ban list, and then they're adding the Legion B dial, and they're adding all the ID cards. Please see the Rock Silver Age errata section of all Rock rules for all temporary erratas in place for this tournament. So there's that. So that is going to be Saturday. Uh, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. also on Saturday is going to be Battle Royales. $10 per entry purchased here. So take a chance, roll some dice, our Wonder Woman Battle Royales going throughout the day. Win some amazing prizes. Have a chance to play with Scott Porter himself as one of the players in your Battle Royales. That's really cool. All day that day, there's also going to be raffles. So don't have time to join the fun. They're going to be running Heroclix raffles all day for a $5 donation. Tickets have to be purchased by 11.59 p.m. that Friday, so the day before, in order to be entered. Then it also, once again, this whole thing has links. So I'm going to send you guys a link to the Google Doc. And there's all the links are going to be in this for raffles, for tournaments, for purchase and entry. Sunday, May 16th. This is going to be 10 a.m. CST start time. Modern Age Invitational. Once again, it's going to be $30 purchase. Ownership for figures is not required. Five rounds of Swiss. Cut to top 16. It says, again, Swiss rounds could be increased depending on player attendance. And then it's, once again, a small break will occur between Swiss play and the top cut. And then it goes on to say Battle Royales will also be 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, All-day raffles. And once again, it says you got to purchase them before midnight on Saturday. That is the Scott Porter Invitational. I am excited. I like the idea. This is more creative. Uh, let me let me think of like the best words to say here. Before WizKids had one cool prize, there was one really cool prize, and that was you got to design and make a figure, choose a figure to be in the game. Now with switch clicks and legacy cards, you figured out a way to give more cool prizes to people, and I really dig that, and I think it's a good cause. And I just, I really like the event. So what do you guys think about all the information I just barfed at you? I mean, I'm Honestly, I'm always down really for cool. a charity event, like regardless of the prizing and everything. I never expect to win. Um, that being said, you will definitely see me in the casual, um, the Silver Age tournament. And you will absolutely see me in the Battle Royals Um I'm assuming they're going with the new rules because it'll be Wonder Woman will be legal at this point. And so with that in mind, I'm actually really excited. This will be one of like the first big tournaments that use the Wonder Woman rules. And in my opinion, it's going to be a ton of fun. Like I just, I already love the, the Wonder Woman rules as far as like what we've played. Um, I have a few gripes of course about like knockback and stuff like that. But uh, as far as like, having these tiny little tertiary characters that can't normally do a whole lot, being able to ignore pushing damage. That's pretty awesome. And it's been pretty fun. in uh, me and Calder's like Thursday throwdown games. So I'm excited to get used to the new rules and have a big tournament that really like showcases them. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, I would probably find myself also on the more casual side. I think that's uh where a lot of the fun is so 
hopefully nobody decides to bring stuff like Unimind or anything like that. <laughs> oh, it'll but, be there. You know, I mean, with prizes there. on the line, you know people will be bringing out like the worst of the worst. And then they'll apologize uh... to you after the game and be oh, sorry, I had you. <laughs> Actually, I'm only playing this figure because I'm trying to get it banned. I'm like, okay, man. <laughs> I, I'm only playing this figure because, you know, if I didn't, I'd lose. And I'm like, yeah. And losing is just not something that's capable for you. And I just Quicks. wanted to prove I, I how know. busted it was, even post-rotation. <laughs> um, <laughs> so just throwing it out, What uh, speaking of like Silver Age... I'm assuming all three of us are playing in the Silver Age tournament. What kind of builds are we doing? Yeah. Ooh. Do you have an idea, Calder? Serpent Society. Uh, <laughs> they are so bad, but I really like the Serpent Society. So um, it's it's honestly, it's sort of between them, and it's going to be like I shake my opponent's hand right away type of deal. Or I might try to get creative since I might try to go back further instead of just like Spider-Man as far as Silver Age goes. Um there are lots of figures I miss uh, playing in those older sets. So I'll sort of see, but Serpent Society is the first thing that comes to my mind. Or a fun Devil Dinosaur team, like a full oh, yeah. style team. Dinosaur. Well, yeah, Devil Dinosaur. Devil Dinosaur awesome. with pogs that don't you know? die when you push them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good see, pogs are getting better. So, yeah, might do a Devil Dinosaur or Serpent Society team. Probably lean more toward Devil Dinosaur if I want to actually play games, you know? So, yeah, that's what I'm kind of looking at. Yeah, I'm looking at one of my like old favorites, um, like a past keyword with Devil Dino, potentially Devil Dino, um, a Meridroid, some JSA stuff. Mm, yeah, like some you know, I really love like that uh, the Joker's Wild set. What it like like it just had a ton of past keyword. Um, alternatively, the entire uh, what is it, Sinister Six from Earth X. Those oh, are yeah, still those like one of so my favorite fun. like theme teams to run, yeah, and yeah. I mean, it literally just rotates. It I don't even know if it'll be rotated at the point when this tournament happens, but uh, it'll technically be older than what most people are going to probably play. And right. I love that team. I love Beetle giving a plus one when I share my attack value, and there's just like so much synergy to be had with it. There's a ton of perplex yeah. outwit theme probs. Good stuff. Sure. I'm I'm leaning towards the super friends. New rules <laughs> they all get willpower. I love the super friends. So nice. Apache that, Chief gets willpower on sure. a three through six as soon as he turns into a Ooh, big man. Once he's big. Yeah. 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 Very I mean, nice. Very you nice. Map, you got map wide big man going on, and he's taking tokens <laughs> off. That's pretty good. Yeah, a nuck chuck. That's. I mean, I don't think he gets any worse because, I mean, I guess you can't perplex like and single target quake or something, but still map wide quake for two damage is really solid. And one time oh, yeah. I crit hit that, so it's possible to do it again. <laughs> I personally, uh, I love the Batman. I love how he gets to pick an attack power. You can usually, mm. but he only has like four range, so it's never like that incredible, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. But Smoke Cloud but, uh, Poison I love in the same turn. something cool off with him. Without, I think he's got Outwit on his lower dial, too. You can like Outwit, yep. Smoke Cloud, Poison all on like the same turn because you haven't moved. Um, the Robins are fun. 
Yeah, that team's got a ton of synergy, too. They're just all... I really like Green Lantern, too. He was on so many of my builds for the longest time, like TK Barrier sidestep. Oh, it's just good. Not, Enhancement, he's not like insane, TK Barrier sidestep. Yeah, dude, he's, he's good. He's good, you know? He's good. Enhancement has some increased value, too, you know? So <sighs> oh, yeah. Who knows? Dude, totally, totally. Can't push the running shot pulse wave anymore, but... is a bummer. Is a bummer. Having like, willpower on everybody, pretty worthy, uh, pretty worthy trade. You're taking that good with the bad, as it always is. Um, and yeah, and then now I look at like the Deadpool and the X-Force set, which is probably one of my favorite sets in Silver Age, and I'm like, man, I, I could try to make Swarm work again. I always try to make Swarm work, and he never does, I but I might try. Well, yeah, um, but tried. yeah, no, it should be really fun. Simeon, do you want to talk about Rally really quick so we can break up between me talking about double tournaments back-to-back? Yeah, so... Um, from Game Trade Magazine, and I believe HeroClix Brazil, we got a a little sneak peek. I'm sure Game Trade Magazine is going to um, post the the full article later this week, hopefully or something. But this is from the X Men. Is it Rise and Fall? I believe is the name of the set. X Men mm. Rise and Fall. We were shown. A single base sentinel that's a giant size has a sideline effect, a colossus common with a rally effect, a mystique super rare with impervious in place of shape change because benched powers yeah. are still a thing. Yeah. Um, we don't <laughs> Very really cool. get into that. But uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll read the text for rally real quick. So um, this is going to be the text that is on all rally characters, all characters with the rally trait. And the text reads, it's on the back of the card, it says, once per once per roll, for each die in a finalized attack roll, and for all characters with a matching rally die and trait color printed under their trait star. So, matching rally die and trait color printed under their uh, trait star means if they have a different rally die or if they have a different printed color under their trait star, um, that they're that this does not apply for them. So it's possible to actually get a few of these to kick off on the same turn or on the same attack. Um, so once per roll for each die. So you normally roll two, two dies in attack roll. After resolutions, you may choose a friendly character to gain a matching rally die Rally trait colors specify which attack type they can gain a rally die from. So blue is friendly attack rolls, red is opposing attack rolls, and then green is both, all attack rolls. So when a character gains a rally die, place a die with the matching result on their card. Colossus has a red with a five, uh, yeah, red with five. So his goes for opposing. So rally on the surface, it seems like a lot of text. It seems really difficult to kind of decipher. Um, I've seen a few people say like this is a really difficult concept. We've seen this before. So basically, red opposing, green opposing, blue friendly, green friendly. Like green is all, so it, it applies to both. If you are attacking with a friendly and you have a die roll that matches the color on a rally trait, which the rally trait under the star has the die and the color that corresponds to it. 
pretty simple stuff. So for Colossus here, it's red. That means only opposing attack rolls. That means when there's an opposing attack roll, and according to this, it's map-wide. So once per attack roll for each die. So if they roll a 1 and a 5, that's a 6. And then you prob it. That's not a finalized roll. So the, let's say after you prob it, they roll a two and a five. Now that's like the finalized roll. There's no more probs. That's what finalized means. Um, one of the dies is a five. If you choose Colossus, because he is a character with the red rally thing, and you choose him to be the one that gains the die, he can steal that five. Now, potentially... There could be somebody with a red rally that has like a two and they could take the other die because it just has to be for it's for all characters with matching rally dies and trait colors. Uh, so maybe it'd have to be like green and a two or something. Um, the colors would have to be different. But basically, if one of these dies show up during a friendly attack roll or an opposing <laughs> attack roll, depending on the color, and one of the dies in the roll... And the finalized roll, the, like the final, this is what either misses or hits roll. If it matches what is printed on their card under the trait, you can place a die on the card. Does that sound simple enough, guys? Yeah. Did I? Yeah, I think did so. Did I over <laughs> overstep and make it more complicated? Um, I'm trying to like make it really simple, but it seems real simple in my well. brain. It's so basically. I think once people play with it, they'll understand it yeah, a lot easier. Basically, sure. it's well, red sure. green. Did opposing character roll this like number that is on the card? If yes, you can put it on that card. If no, then you don't do anything. Uh, blue green did a friendly character, and I think the friendly ones will be a lot easier to control this. You'll be able to do a lot more attacks and stuff with friendlies where you actually have this opportunity. Uh, so blue-green, did a friendly character roll one of these dies in the finalized attack roll? So it's like, maybe you roll it, and you're like flurrying with so-and-so. Um, they You roll it, doesn't match, so you prob it. And then it matches. Then you keep that result. Or maybe you roll and you miss, and you like the result, so you keep it. Then you can gain one of these rally dies. So for Colossus here, he has a 75 and a 50 point line. His 75 point line, he starts with charge quake and four damage that goes down to three. On fi his 50 point line, he starts with charge blades, which is his blades power is called scrap metal. So like, I just imagine like either really bristly hair on his arm that he's like scraping people with. <laughs> That's a like, scrap metal. Or he's it's like, yeah, I've got a, I've got this gross scab, but when I turn metal, it becomes a razor blade. I don't know. Um, <laughs> WizKids is trying here, man. I mean, this is literally the first ever Colossus they've ever made that didn't have super strength either traded or somewhere on the dial. So I'm not going to blame them for not putting super strength on the dial. I It is a little weird, but at the same time, if you really have a gripe about it, you can reach back like one set, two sets, any X set, like any set where there's been a Colossus, he has super strength. So the, if this isn't Colossus for you, then that's fine. 
Uh, his rally die is a red five. So on an opposing attack roll, if there's a five in it, after resolutions, you can put that die on there. So that means if they attack Colossus, he doesn't get it for that attack. But he gets it for the next one. Uh, and then he has this special defense power that is impervious, protected outwit. And his rally die, being the five, lets him use that rally die for his impervious. So basically, if your opponent rolls a five, at some point with Colossus having a five on his dial, he can use that to automatically succeed his impervious roll. As far as yep. I know, there's nothing <clears throat> that reduces an impervious roll other than right namor the, the phoenix force namor that like reduces rolls by one um so yeah definitely a figure to watch very out important yeah, very be important. careful when playing this colossus against phoenix force namor oh, you know he he only outcosts him by like three times but uh but there are other characters in the set that are gonna have this so, oh yeah like, yeah so For this some is reason, in that post, but I I saw a saber tooth somewhere who yeah. had like a five. For this is a colossus. Blades or that is a and obviously that's a bit more. Yeah, and like if we don't yeah, see, see yeah, if we don't see a wolverine yeah, with wolverine like a five or one. six for blades, um, maybe somebody I don't know why would you ever want to roll a one or a two? Would they ever have a one or two? Maybe for like swapping an opposing die. I don't um, know. Something like yeah, that. maybe yeah. something like that. But I mean, yeah, I could, I could see right. it for something. Rally. But yeah, that's rally. Uh, yeah. That's the new, the new. Uh, we haven't seen thing. salvage yet. We saw a try, or we saw a sentinel, and I was like, oh, so this sentinel ain't gonna get salvage. Seemed like a sentinel thing to me, but all right, I guess not. So I mean, salvage we'll have to be on the lookout. Could Keeper, just be I the low end of rally. Killed. Salvage that. could it also be like could a be. defensive form of rally where you like swap out an opposing exactly. die or something. Sure. But yeah. It could also be something like that. Uh, so that's enough about rally. And that's enough <laughs> about the stinky X-Men. How I hate the X-Men. Anyways, we're going to talk about the Highlander Games online Wonder Woman uh, pre-release event that they're doing. So when is it? It's Saturday, April 24th at 1 p.m. 1 p.m.? CDT, I'm guessing, because that's what it says here. Central date on the time. event page. There will be that there will be a link to this zone you can to this in. event. It oh, certainly geez. is. How is it going to work? So on Wednesday, April 21st, they are going to be hosting a Facebook live stream, and they will be opening the packs for all the players who sign up. Each player will have their two packs recorded, and they will have that pool of figures to play with during the pre-release event, just like a normal sealed. There's going to be a judge named Brian Galley. He's going to be running and overseeing the event, both for the live stream, opening the packs, and the online event on Roll20. Entry fee is going to be 30 bucks if you pick your packs up at the store, wherever the store is, Highlander Games, or $34 that the figures mail to you. Pretty reasonable. Ooh, Boonton, New, Jer uh, New Boonton, Jersey. All right. New um, Jersey. <laughs> he also said, guys, just so you know, you'll get your UPCs sent in with the uh, with the figures when you buy them. So that is nice. I appreciate that for the store. You that. can uh, pay with PayPal or you can call the store and pay over the phone. They say message here for event info, confirmation info. So the pricing, pretty simple stuff, guys. We are still uh, unsure if they accept Bitcoin as payment, but we will look into it. It's yes, Dogecoin now. Uh, Dogecoin, Bitcoin also, maybe. Would probably buy uh, we'll see games. where it goes. One Bitcoin for Highlander <laughs> games. Um, uh, all right. So first place is going to get two boosters and a play at home kit. 
obviously the Wonder Woman kit. Second place will also get a play at home kit and one booster. Third place gets a figure or the map from the play at home kit and one booster. Fourth place will get whatever third place didn't want from the play at home kit and one booster. Fellowship will be given to some random person outside the top four and they will get a play at home kit. So pretty easy. They already have a discord channel set up. You can go to their event page, look at our Facebook or Twitter, or actually just our Facebook will have a link to their Facebook event page. You can go ahead, you can go there, you can join the uh, Discord. Not a lot of people signed up for this, guys. I'm signed up. I definitely want to play some Wonder Woman pre-release sealed. I think it'll be fun. So if you guys want to jump in this, uh, just go ahead and check it out. And to end news really quick, I'll just throw one quick reminder for those of you interested in the Clicks Cup that's going to be July 25th-ish weekend in Florida. Yes, I know, a summer in Florida, but it is a in-person Hero Clicks game if you want to go to it. So check out the Clicks Cup on Facebook. I don't think they're at max. They, they've used a lot of, and this is not me throwing shade at anybody, but it's like, oh, it's filling up quick. And I'm like, ah, eh, is it though? So... Definitely, if you are interested in the Clicks Cup. I think they said 100 is, like, comfortable and then 20 spots for overflow. So there's definitely yep. still room. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's there's room, guys. So if you want to jump in that. But it, the deadline is the 22nd. So that is going to be this Thursday. you got to get that in. Email, all that stuff. It's going to be at the Clicks Cup uh, on Facebook. So we'll also have a link to that in the podcast description below, if I remember to put it there. Very good. And that's what I got. That's that's it for news. That's really it for news. And that's good because I don't want to talk about the news anymore. Instead, I want to hand it over to Ian, our economic advisor, our analyst. And we're going to be talking about some prices and things about the Wonder Woman set. To not just affect the now, but affect the future. Hero clicks trade away. Ian, why don't you go ahead and take the reins, my man? All right. Awesome. So, I'm sure everyone's aware that the Wonder Woman 80 set is coming out. Is it the 23rd of April, right? Something like Something that. Something like that. Uh, one week. The 28th. 28th, gotcha. Okay. Well, it's coming up shortly, so there's probably some people out there looking to see, you know, what figures are going to hold their value, what figures are, you know, worthy of a dump, and what figures are going to absolutely skyrocket. And so this set, I'm a big fan of. Originally, I, I'm not a huge Wonder Woman fan, so I wasn't, you know, too interested. But uh, I got looking, and the more previews they had, I was just like, oh my gosh, I, I have to buy at least a case. So, <laughs> I'm in the same boat. But uh, there are quite a few figures I want to talk about. I'll try to keep it short and sweet and just give my opinions on that. But uh, we'll just start off with some commons. Um, I think the generics in this set are just awesome. And two of them that I really think are going to be going for high value for their rarity are the German soldier and the allied soldier. I think a lot of people are just going to want these, I mean, solely for, you know, massive armies. And people are going to want a lot of them. I know I personally do. Calder, I think you said something as well about collecting these guys. Oh, absolutely, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, they'll be so much fun for home games. There's another figure, Ares, who brings in Pogs with their stats, so people might want these as, like, you know, representations of those, which yeah. is, you know, just another use for them. Also, but I think this will uh, be, uh, Steve pretty... Trevor oh, and sorry. Dr. Poison 
Steve Trevor brings in allies, the actual figure, on click one, and Dr. Poison brings in the German soldiers on click one. So, yeah, there's, yeah, there's several there. options to use these, but similar to how Mighty Thor, or was it the Mighty Thor? Um, how they had the, like, several people could generate bystanders, like Hela could make warrior souls. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the bystander also matched the warrior soul dial. So... Um, these are yeah, these are great placeholders in place of uh, having bystanders, and that's awesome. Yeah, I, I am. I'm also a very big fan of that. But I, I think you know, like these are going to work like cross universe. They can represent a lot of stuff for anybody playing home games. I think these soldiers are going to be pretty popular in terms of generics. So uh, that's something to look out for. I think if you want these commons, I think scoop them up as fast as you can because once they're gone, you know, once the set's kind of lost, it's hype. People are just going to hold on to these, you know. They're they're going to want to keep their collection of them. So I don't really see any reason why they would uh, go down after that. Yeah, for these specifically, uh, I think they'll start like most commons start pretty low, especially on like the secondary market. Um, you might see them at like two, three bucks, but once the sets all sold out and they're gone, and people still want these. Um, They'll be, you know, like, who knows, like, five, six bucks each. Like, Tribbles costed a ton for each individual one. and Those Doombots, um, too, those got up to, like, yeah. eight, $9 a piece. And it was Doombots, like, yeah. I mean... Man, people really miss Doom. <laughs> people people are charging an arm and a leg on eBay for Doombots. If you want, if you miss the boat and you really want to get in on those, it's a little too late, uh, too little mm-hmm. too late for them. Um the other generics so the reason i really bought into the set is because there's i think it was six generics in the common slot which i just love i love that WizKids is filling out the commons with characters that you want multiples of so allied and german soldier the amazon warrior not quite as good three range charge combat reflexes not terrible wonder woman team ability um and these are all sidekicks too. Not, I mean, not for nothing, but they're all sidekicks. Um, the Amazon Bana Mig- Migdal, <laughs> the Amazon Bana Migdal, running shot with five range. Um, not terrible. It has the warrior keyword as as well as the Amazon keyword. Um, and then the DMA agent, probably a solid pass for me. It's a decent little PD. Piece, yeah, same. But probably a solid pass. Uh, Gorilla Knight, they have close combat expert toughness um, without like sidestep, charge, anything like that because it's basically just a static stop uh, stat modifier across the dial now. So it's not like you have to sidestep and then close combat expert or anything like that. Um, He's just an 11 for 3 his top 2 clicks. Um, But there is somebody that can generate these as well. So if you're somebody that likes figure generation like bystander and figure generation um i believe is it gorilla this is grod the set for that you. makes them yeah gorilla yes, grod makes them i believe and then also the prime the prime yeah the talafar prime also makes them uh then the minotaur maxi zeus makes these minotaur is actually pretty solid so i like minotaur for two reasons um one he's a minotaur so you can <laughs> You can D and D swap him if you have extras and you want one on like a D and D base for whatever kind of encounter you're doing. 
Uh, it is a little weird because he's got a trench coat on, which doesn't quite fit with the D&D universe of what a Minotaur <laughs> is. But uh, he's got charged blades. So, I mean, for 20 points, what more could you really expect for a He also you know, destroys figure? blocking on movement, which is... Oh, for 20 I mean, points? Yeah. Very and useful. As somebody who like thinks that uh, Molecule Man is probably like one of the most busted pieces, a 20-point figure that can get rid of blocking... Calder, would you would you like a twenty point figure that could get rid of Molecule Man's? <laughs> I would certainly enjoy that, especially after the last game I played against Molecule Man. Oh man, I'll tell you what, that's up on our YouTube. And he's got ten speed. If you want to see, he's pretty solid. Yeah. If you're especially just going to use him for getting rid of blocking, you know. So I mean, for twenty, yeah, yeah, for twenty points to negate a Molecule Man, that's not bad. Um, but yeah, also monster keyword is. Oh yeah, you know, not for nothing. Monster keyword, legit. Yeah, animal keyword both really i mean potential there um but yeah i think that was the reason those were the reasons i really bought heavily into the set <clears throat> outside of like as far as commons go outside of uh, like super rares and higher um but yeah i think ian's on the money with allied soldier and german soldier both being probably the generics that get really get them like, right away yeah. get them as soon as you can because <laughs> They're going to go up. They'll hold their value. People will want to keep their hordes of them. I know personally I'm going to try and get as many as I can for some home games, you know, and uh, I'll hopefully or I will keep that collection. It's not hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Won't plan on selling them anytime soon. Minotaur definitely has some merit too, like the stats. You know, there's no question about that. Will people build armies in the same regard as the soldiers? I don't think so. Could be wrong there. But uh, I definitely think the yeah the high picks in the common slot are going to be those soldiers for sure. I mean, there's there's not the competitive viability for Minotaur because when you're looking at like monster animal for 20 points, you also have the 15 point Wendigo for at oh, least another Wendigo. year. So comparatively, all right, fellas. All right, there's like a, as the moderator of this show, let's please get out of the comment sec, the common section of this set. The okay, let's, okay, let's move, sorry. shall we? No, um, don't, no, it's not your fault. It's hundred percent Simeon's fault. Yeah. He had to talk about Minotaurs for five minutes, and I just kind of want to go home now. So let's go ahead. And get this bad You're boy not at home. Rolling. Why are you? Well, not I am at home. home. It's just sort of a, uh, just, just, just leave me alone, Simeon. For uncommon. All right, all right, moving on, moving on. For uncommons, nothing's gonna retain value. Am I wrong? Like the no the primes, maybe. Don't, don't even mention. Don't even mention one. Don't even mention one. Yeah. Simeon. Uncommons, no, I, I think the Talafar think... is the only like potential, and he's the prime oh, with Gorilla Grodd. I mean, like, yeah, he, he'll stick around. You know, maybe like ten, fifteen bucks, but I really don't see him moving much outside of that. Uncommon primes. Uncommon primes typically don't go up. <laughs> Like even yeah. no, they don't. Even no. Vulture didn't go yeah. up that much, you know. Vulture like, like at his peak was like maybe thirty bucks. So yeah. I really yeah. don't see that happening. He doesn't, you know. He's. I just really don't think the the want is there. If you want one, you'll be able to get one for a pretty reasonable price. And, and I yeah. don't see that shifting. And so these aren't these aren't bad figures, but the deal is like with so many people opening so much product, there's going to be tons available and you know nobody's yep. going to make like a medusa team where they need seven of them or something like that so and you also don't need multiples because it's a prime so not that, this medusa right right it's just uh not necessary 
I think uh, pretty he much might as well be the, he might as well be rares. the common prime too because there is no common prime. He's the yeah. lowest rarity prime, so it's not worth talking about. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean he's I, I he's agree. worth mentioning because he's better than Donna Troy in my opinion. Uh, that is true. I will I will agree with that. Actually, I would say of the two common uncommon primes, he's the better of the two. Um, but into not the rares, move price wise, which is the segment. <laughs> <laughs> into the rares, Ian. What do you what are you feeling in the rares? Is there anything of value to be found? So I mean, rares. You know, typically you'll see a price point of anywhere from three to usually like ten dollars at the top end. Like even when they come with objects, unless they're absolutely insane, uh, you know, ten twelve bucks is pretty much the ceiling there. I did want to talk about the rare prime a bit um Giganta. while she does take up a prime slot i think uh this will probably be like a 30 40 prime figure i think she's really solid for her point value wild card wonder woman ta really useful outwit colossal retail like she just does a lot is it worth your prime slot i'm not sure do i think she'll go up massively in value no but i do think she will retain her value i think she has her uses so I think that'll be a solid 30 to 40 piece, and that's one that you can hold on to because I think she will still be useful. It is worth like, noting uh, that she while. does have the Secret Six uh, keyword, which yes. oh, that the, is true, the yeah. rest of the Secret Six check for. Um, so yeah, She will probably be the cheapest Secret Six <laughs> she will, uh, she will uh, for release. Most likely. need to fill it out. I mean, at least but the reason um, at first, I think she'll yeah. stay pretty static on price is obviously the Secret Six is going to be very expensive to run and you know just to have in general so how many people are really going to be going like i need to get this giganta for my 400 500 team of secret six people i think there will definitely be demand for her but not enough to really uh drive her up i guess would be how i'd look at it i think that's because it will be so expensive for that specific use i think unlike diablo prime who is the rare from the last set he came with an equipment that was good um if you didn't and get he's on still it like right away, bucks. yeah, he's held value. Um, again, it's a prime, so it's not something that you need multiples of. I think most mm-hmm. of the rest of the primes are going to go down, no matter how good they are. Primes are the majority of what you pull in bricks, outside of commons and uncommons. So, um, even Angleman coming with the Angler, I don't think the Angler makes a huge splash. At least, I don't either. Not so much that, like, you know, he's going to be go a ten dollar like figure a huge jump right around there. Yeah. So it'll be like two bucks for the figure, eight bucks for the object kind of thing. Um, and that's not to say don't pick one up cheap if you don't see it, but the rest of the primes, probably something that's going to drop just because people are pulling a lot. Uh, what do mm-hmm. you think about multiples of the non prime Giganta? Because she also has the... So the Prime Giganta has a lot going for her. She has the special uh, defense power that says takes a maximum of one damage from character that aren't her size, which is giant. So tiny, standard, or colossal. The Mm -hmm. non-Prime just has a static uh, takes a max of two damage from attacks. Do you think multiples at the 30 dial are like something people are going to grab? She has a decent amount of keywords. Um, uh, you know, I, I definitely see the possibility of it. Uh, I also just don't think Giganta is like that like prominent or interesting of a character, so there's not really any factor there that would drive her up. I could definitely see people stacking her, but at the same time, um, 
I think a majority of the time you are going to be playing her with Secret Six. She does have Scientist Keyword as well. I think there's, you know, there's a lot of really, really strong options in the 30 and under point range. Yeah. So and she is... is a possibility, but I'm not going to say that it's uh, it's big enough to really cause a splash and people yeah. buying like absurd amounts of her, which is what would be required, you know, being that she's a rare. That's true. On, on but theme, something of note is she that she does also do is the rare is of the rare prime. Like the... Oh, so, so she might... There will yeah. be less She might her, be... So more rare because the prime exists exactly so that could make her go up a little bit more but i mean she's not going to be like shazam and black adam like shazam rare we saw him going for like 20 bucks for a long time which is you know very uncharacteristic of a rare but he was also a cool figure he was made by a champion and uh yeah i think a lot of people just wanted him because he was shazam that's true Uh, so giganta i just don't see those same qualities is it a possibility Mm -hmm. absolutely am i gonna you know shout in the streets get as many as you can <laughs> absolutely not i don't see people playing multiples of well clearly not of the prime because you can't but of the <laughs> non-prime at 30 points um i think moving forward it'll be better to break theme unless you're playing Definitely. secret six and you need her for that i think it'll be better to break theme and spend the 30 points on like dark phoenix or something like that rather than 30 yep. for her and keep theme but yeah, unless there, I mean, clearly, unless there's like another DC set that releases this year that just blows me away um, with what we have to work with, this is what will be there until rotation. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't see, I don't see anything really in the rare slot holding a ton of value outside of the prime, maybe. Um, yep. And prime, I'd put in the range of like thirty to forty bucks, and I think she'll stay consistently around there. She's really good, but there are just so many good primes out right now that it's uh it's hard Absolutely. to justify spike. Yeah. Yeah. Because taking but up a prime on to slot the super rares, can do a lot. We have a lot in the super rares. I'm excited to talk about these ones. And the first one I want to bring up is Green Lantern. I, okay. I really like this Green Lantern. Excellent sculpt. Comes with like a pseudo equipment, a construct. Uh two very playable starting lines. You know. The changes to flyers being able to carry flyers. Uh, the construct that he comes with, I also think, is the best of the Green Lantern constructs. Uh, for those who don't know, it uh, is the catcher's bit, and it gives adjacent friendly characters energy shield deflection. At his top dial, he has 19 defend as well. So we're talking about a 21 from range, and you're carrying eight people. And he can summon other constructs as well. So right. I really, really like this Green Lantern. I think if you pull this one... He's definitely going to be a figure that stays uh, valuable. Just because people love Green Lantern, we don't see him a lot. He's very playable, you know, just there's no question about that. And uh, he's a super rare as well. Are you going to want multiples of him? Probably not. But I think just based on the character he is and uh, the fact that I will, I, I think he'll see some meta play. I definitely think Green Lantern is one that you're going to want to keep. Yeah. Is he going to explode his value? From range. Probably not. Cause... But he'll keep his value for sure. Going forward, like, Pulse Wave isn't going to be as big of a deal, so you don't have to worry about them just completely getting rid of your defense value. Right. Um, Perplex probably won't be played nearly as much since you can't use it on damage. It's not quite as universal as it used to be of a power, so people will probably play less Perplex. I'm not going to want, like, a plus three attack if I can't also alternate that into damage uh, when need be. So... 
I think having a 21 for everybody adjacent to him that you carried up uh, for range is real solid. Uh, I've played a lot of like teams where we all swarm around one person with like a big boost kind of thing. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't see why he doesn't get played. And his lower dial isn't like bad. So he's got his top dial. He's got two stop clicks, which for 75 points is really solid. Like pretty that's, dang good. That's yeah. just yeah. yeah that's and really at 50 solid. Points, running then, shot, psychic blast without wit. I mean, yeah, super that's, good. That's seven range as well. Yeah, it's and he still has that construct that's still giving him at least him a 20 if he like moves up and then generates it uh, a mm-hmm. 20 for range and he's got seven range so he's outranging most like modern stuff uh, that's slightly above most modern stuff um, yeah I think he's pretty solid now very versatile very cool I mean the sculpt is just fantastic it is, love yeah. the costume I think because um, he comes with a construct depending and this is like a a one-off like this doesn't really matter um depending on how they rule the constructs because constructs are kind of like bystanders but also kind of not where they have a dial and they can be ko'd um according to the like the wonder woman starter pack rules if you want to call it like the core rule book which i don't think it's actually a core rule book at this point because i've read through it and it just doesn't seem like one According to that, though, you can't generate things that are from your KO area. So if that ends up being the way things actually are ruled and you can't pull Ooh, yeah. from your KO area to generate something, you will need multiples of, like, the like. let's say you want to make more than one catcher's mitt. You'll need multiples because your KO area is not someplace that you can pull from. And as far as I know, I really hope they change that. It doesn't seem right to me. Something about that just seems wrong. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. And I hope I'm completely off base and like just really wrong on that. But as far as I read it, like if I were to KO a bystander, I would expect it to go to the KO area. I don't know where else it would go. It wouldn't just like evaporate, you know, KO. It was, it was a, game implement and it was KO'd so it's not scored but it should still go to the KO area in my opinion and then if it says generated objects or like generated whatever cannot be pulled from the KO area or sideline or whatever else it says um, I could see if that ends up being the ruling for whatever reason multiples of these green lanterns because they come with that catcher's mitt being like popular because I can see the sky being a really solid piece. Um, I don't know what you play him with, but man, any kind of swarm team, any kind of uh, any My kind of alpha strike was team. An army of super scrolls. <laughs> I mean, he's got that soldier keyword, baby. They need oh, that yeah. twenty-one. Oh, yeah. They need that twenty-one uh, from range for sure. That's Absolutely. what Super Soldier are you super kidding me? Super Scroll was missing this whole time. Yeah. That's what it's all about, dude. Uh, and I mean, a 19 figure... from close isn't nothing to knock either. That's still a really hard hit. Yeah. Uh, I found myself like stuck in that position where I'm just like, gotta rely on luck because there's like, you know, I don't have enough perplex to go around kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So this is a figure that I really like. Ares, 052, but I. I'm of the p- opinion that he probably won't go up in price. Is that what you're feeling, Ian? Yeah, I think he'll be uh, one of those figures that just has a high, high price from release. Like maybe in like the once again like thirty to forty dollar range, just because we haven't seen Aries in a minute. 
Um, I love the sculpt too. And I also think that he's like the most realistic option for winning with mission points. But really, sure. I think uh, what will make him sell is just the fact that he's Ares. People miss him. Absolutely. Great sculpt. So a will he for skyrocket? Real cool. Probably not. Yeah. But he'll definitely hold some value. I think it'll... Uh, I think it's comparable to Silver Savage. Uh, he, I know he comes with an object and everything, but he's nothing fantastic, you know. Like he's not incredible no. by any stretch, but he's really cool. And so the other thing, the other thing to really note is he's unique. So if you do pull yep. two, it's probably best to sell the extra since you'll never be able to play them both on the same team. What yep. is that? How unique works, Simeon? No it way! Is, <laughs> I know. I'm you blowing your mind. What? I know. I had no clue, dude. I Thank had no you. clue. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Big yeah. So yeah, he's, he'll be a pretty static one. I'd say, you know, if you get a multiple, definitely sell it. He's not, his price probably won't go anywhere. He's not changing the game. Well, hopefully. I mean, somebody might find some weird low, loophole with his. Unless, uh, yeah. I mean, Unless he's definitely the best way for mission points. Yeah, so. he's, yeah. he's definitely. Yeah. Definitely need to see some <sighs> mission point buffs for him to be uh I don't think you're winning Realistic. like a Nats, and you're definitely not winning a Worlds with the current mission points that we have. But I, I, I don't want to throw Ares under the bus yet. Yeah, I, think, I wouldn't say like a WKO or a a, uh, States is out of the question with him. The potential's there, but oh, I'd for like sure. to see a little more support for mission points before I, when, yeah. you know, once again scream out Ares. You gotta buy Ares. <laughs> yeah, I think there's I think there's players that are adept at team building can probably definitely figure out the best way to break this guy with mission points. I just don't oh, yeah. think I'm the person to do it. Uh, the problem with a mission points build I... though is oh. you just like you have to focus so much on it that you're you're probably playing like Ares and Waldo and I don't know like maybe uh, what's the other like Hades? I don't know. You're probably playing like several and then you just don't have a ton of offense. So if you go against the team that's just like dominating you offensively and you don't have enough like barrier and like ways to protect yourself, I just don't see it like working. So the, like alternatively, Ares for just 125 points is a pretty solid like stat figure and I really like his like stats and all of his powers. Um but yeah. I just don't know if he's well, worth 125 that, points uh, for only that. Another thing, too, is Lord Doom exists. You're spawning pogs or bystanders, excuse me. Sure. So, uh, yeah. That is true. But the, the next figure I really want to talk about, and I think this is a figure that, uh, you know, I at least me personally, for sure, going to want multiples of, and I think a lot of people are going to feel the same way. So this is going to be a figure I'm saying scoop up right away. Get as many as you want right away because people are only going to want more of these, I think. Uh, and the fact that we don't get much DC, I think this is another figure that's really going to hold value, and that's the Flash. Three mm -hmm. separate dials. They're all very cool. You got a TK one, an Outwit, a nice offensive piece. He's PD with Wildcard. He's got a slew of great keywords, and his mechanic is just so fun. I think this really appeals to a lot of players. I think he has the potential to be meta. I think he's just really fun. Great sculpt again. <clears throat> it's a popular character. Like the stars lined up for this guy. This is oh, definitely yeah. a super rare you want to pick up right I think away if you have any interest in him. This definitely hits on all the main things we talked about last time when you were on. Oh, yeah. Where definitely. it's, uh, you know, a character that people like, the Flash, 
got a cool sculpt, high rarity, super rare, and then meta potential. He just he checks all the boxes. And you want multiples. Yeah. And you want multiples. So, so like yeah, uh, he just he checks all the boxes to be like expensive. super rare Wolverine where you'd never see a single super rare Wolverine. It was no one no one was playing him at 150. Right. It was multiples yep. at 50. Um Exactly. Yeah, you'll never see this flash where someone puts only one on the board if they're playing casually. Um, even, I mean, I don't even know if you see, if I, if I have the potential to put two of these on the board casually, I'm probably doing it. Uh, oh yeah. It might be a little gross, but yeah, like it's still, it's still something where I'm going to want minimum two. And if everybody wants minimum two, you know, you're going to see, uh, you're going to see some, uh, some price action for sure. People are going to be. They're going to be looking for this guy. I think there's no question about that. Yeah. Um, another thing I just wanted to mention was the uh, Isotope E, the one that comes with uh, High Evolutionary. Oh, yeah. He's if you wanted points. to play two on the same dial, you could potentially do that with him. So I thought that was a little cool. Yeah, you can. Uh, by bringing one in from the sideline, you know. You uh, can do all kinds of things with this flash. Um I don't know if you need more than two for competitive or casual, but I want there's three, three dials, so why wouldn't you <laughs> want at least three? Like, I mean, uh, exactly. that's, that makes sense for me. And uh, in a set with the new Wonder Woman team ability that gives you a plus one on super senses, that first dial with the double charge, if he copies He's the Wonder Woman team ability, too. that's a 50-50 roll there. Yeah, it's... Uh... It, he's pretty nasty. So this next figure I'm actually pretty on the fence about. Um, the Lex Luthor Super Rare. I think he's really cool. You know, I think uh, a lot of people wanted him in Hero Clicks. With that last Superman Wonder Woman set, we didn't get to see him. Absolutely. But uh, looking at the prices of those chases, the only one that really like held value and you know consistently was worth more was the Brainiac chase. And that's because he was in equipment. So I'm not sure how popular this Lex Luthor actually is. I think he's really fun. I don't necessarily think he's like game breaking. I think people will do some cool stuff with him. So I I really don't know how to look at him. I did want to mention him. I wanted to get your guys' opinion on that. Is Lex Luthor somebody that you're going to be rushing to get? He's also unique too, so you're only going to need one. Um, personally, yeah. I want one, but uh, I don't so know. I really don't know how to feel about this figure. He's got the same Ares conundrum that we we just kind of talked about right. where great for casual thing, yeah. people. Casual people are going to want this figure. It was a figure that we were denied for years, I'll say. Yeah. Um, he is unique, so that means if you have more than one of him, it's not worth holding on to more than one. So I think he hits a high price point right away and then will immediately dip pretty low because, yeah. Like, people I mean, will forget about it. Yeah. And I, it's a figure that I definitely want, but I'm definitely willing to wait on. So if yeah, he drops down to the like the 15, like the the 10 to 15 kind of range, that's a price I'm willing to pay. Uh, but I can see him starting at like a higher range because, yeah, people want to complete that red sunset. Yeah, I'd yeah. agree with that. <clears throat> it's, I mean, I agree with the same thing Simeon said. With only like one small stipulation which is what I also said about Aries, where if someone figures out the right way to build with him and everything, then his price shoots up. So we could see a 
whatever Punisher War Machine type deal where it's like, yeah, he's high right away because he's a cool character, alternate version of a character. You know, the sculpt is cool. There are also people that just need to complete that collection. So he, he checks all those boxes, but his, um, I don't know what you would call it, practical application isn't obvious. And it's it's a really tough way to work around what what he is uh, lagging from right now. So yeah, I unless, would agree unless there's someone who starts with or it starts popping up and you're like, oh, dang, this is how we activate or this is how we do whatever. His price is high. It stagnates. It may go up if they figure out a consistent way to make him work type of deal. So and to be fair, yeah. I think that's spot on. Yeah, he will be immediately like even regard like disregarding um, like some future thing that we find with him, he will be immediately useful with Jason. Um, the Bizarro and Green Light. Yes, both that is all solid. True. That is all uh, true. So yeah, you'll only be able to play one and it'll have to be on your sideline. But I mean, those are both like, they're solid stats, 11 for four and 11 for three with penetrating damage on the Green Light. Yeah. Pretty solid. Yeah, very true, very true. Yeah, the J you can never you can never rule out Jason if somebody spawns a pod. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Let me just reach back. It's, now, Damien, is that intercept or intraset? <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness gracious. That was that would be an intraset because it includes multiple sets. Thank you, Jason, for doing <laughs> such a thing until you rotate, hopefully soon. Um. <laughs> uh, the next figure I, I wanted to talk about in the super rare section is Felix Faust. Yeah. This guy I think is incredible. I, I love his dial. Um, eight range, mystic, psychic blast, outwit, prob, and enhancement. Not perplexed. The three powers, outwit, prob, and enhancement, of course. But then also his movement ability of being able to place him in a square up to four squares away from his current square. No uh, line of fire yeah, required. Yeah, no line of fire, yeah. He's going to be a really easy enhancement uh, piece to position with. He is unique, so you're not going to need multiples. He also has a trait that kind of... Uh, you know, messes with your opponent's use of those powers. Or actually, it is Outwit, Prop, and Perplex, excuse me. So I think he, uh, he'll he find his way on a lot of teams. Mystical Keyword, usually pretty solid. Um, I think this is a piece that a release price will probably stay around there. I think he'll get used a lot, but because he's unique, you know, people are only going to need one. So I don't think he'll spike insanely high, but I think it's a safe buy right away. And I think it's a safe buy, you know, a month from now. I don't think he'll do much, but I think he will be a higher-priced super rare. Yeah. Mystical being his only keyword, um, I don't think he fits a ton of theme teams. And Justice League isn't too bad. But literally, like, the, the four-square ability to, like, zap through walls, any terrain, just get out of harm's it's way, just, like, it's away so from good. opposing With characters. Too- yeah. He's you're just positioning so well with him for 30 points. I mean, Valeria did a uh, the chase Valeria did a similar thing, but she depended on a roll and a four yep. is higher than what her average role would tend to be. So he just like automatically, quote unquote, succeeds. And uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. The the ability to shut down opposing powers within eight squares on a specific role is pretty awesome. The uh, on a six, you deal him one penetrating damage. Also, really good. Yeah, he's just a, a solid all-around figure. I think uh, definitely a figure. If you're looking at competitive play, or if you're looking at you know getting kind of into that uh, nature, 
definitely one you want to pick up. I think Felix Faust will be a solid figure for a long time. Yeah. And he's no slouch. I mean, um, for like a casual secret society or Injustice League theme team, he's definitely going to pull his weight at either point value. Uh, oh, yeah. I agree yeah, 100%. Being a unique, he falls into the same category of like the previous uniques that we mentioned where uh, since you will only be able to play one, he doesn't even generate bystanders like the other two. I think mm-hmm. maybe a higher cost and the offset and then probably dips a bit. But because that metal potential at the 30-point the line, it's hard to say. He really could just hold value or even go up if people really start yeah. playing a lot of him. That's why I really think it's it's a safe buy out the gate. It's a safe buy a month later. Really, uh, unless he just becomes like the most used piece ever, I, I don't think that's the case. Uh, I think he'll be pretty stagnant, but I think he will be higher priced. So definitely one to look out for. If you can snag him for a good deal, I say do so. Uh, moving on to the next one here. I wanted to talk about Chip. I think Chip is just so awesome. Sidestep TK prob, carry eight for 35 points. Uh, can also summon constructs. I don't believe Chip comes with one. He does not. But uh, I, I really like this figure. I think he'll be one of the better taxis. I also think it's a it's a character that uh, I think people will be willing to pay for just because he's funny. You know, like <laughs> it's a squirrel with a green lantern ring. Can you really ask for more? So I think uh, him being Chip, you know, just the character itself will probably attract uh, a higher price. And then I also think he's just really useful in the meta. You're probably not running multiples of him, uh, even though he isn't, you know, he's not unique. But uh, I think this is another figure that you might want to pick up right away because I could see him holding value just for being Chip. Yeah, I think uh, with the exception of that Super Rare Green Lantern, that 051 that has the 19 defend, for a a much different purpose, I think this Chip might be the best taxi in the game. Um, I 100% agree. Yeah, I just... I just can't think of like a solid reason why he wouldn't be um, prob TK the ability to without like the reduce like the reduction to speed. He's got a ten square speed where he can carry eight people. Right. So if you're if you're you know playing an animal theme team or just playing outside of theme team now that you can carry flyers and you don't reduce speed and all that stuff. I don't see why you don't have a 35 point piece just carry your entire team up like that's really really solid. And on on top of that being able to sidestep while also carrying eight like you're talking about massive repositioning and I oh, yeah. I really like that. I really like that. Yeah, cuz even when he's double tokened just being able to sidestep re- like you know reposition your entire squad to a better kind of situation. That's really big. Uh, Renee Tilly for 55 points. I used to play her because she had that same kind of oh, combo. Oh, yeah, she was super good. Yeah, she couldn't carry eight, but she could also, you know, she could sidestep carry three, I think it was, and had universal kind of prob stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, a really solid piece. And then, uh, not to not mention, but any of the super rares that come with equipment probably (laughs) pretty decent um they're gonna be higher than the normal super rares of course 
I was going to close out with that. I wanted to talk specifically about uh, the 062 Wonder Woman. So the one with the uh, like the KC armor. Is that accurate? It's Or is it her golden armor? She's, she's not is. played as if she's from KC. For whatever reason, her dial isn't like, doesn't have a KC keyword, doesn't have a KC team ability for who knows why. But yeah. Yeah. It's the gold I, armor that looks like the KC stuff. So I don't know. So we'll we'll say KC. What you know, whatever, right. however you want to phrase it, those listening. But uh, I think uh, the object that she comes with is just absolutely insane. I think this piece will be worth a considerable amount because of that object. Yeah. Uh, for those unaware, it gives invulnerability for ten points, and if you have the Wonder Woman team ability, not printed, so you can copy this, you take a maximum damage of one on your top click. Yeah, it's like so a wild quick card, two stop. Click I guarantee you, there are every few that wild can card. abuse it. Yeah, pretty oh, nuts. Yeah. And so I think, uh, I think she's going to be one of the pricier super rares, probably one of the most expensive, if not the most expensive, just because that equipment is, it's just so good. She's also yeah. shifting focus, which is another thing. Um, you know, if the shifting focus Wonder Woman becomes a thing in in modern, you're going to want this Wonder Woman. You're going to want that equipment to swap out. So I think the equipment just has so many practical uses that, uh, yeah, you're going to see uh, an uptrend in her price. I would say this is a, pi- a figure that you want to pick up right away because once it's gone, you know, people are not going to want to get rid of their object that they can use for, you know, as long as it's modern. Yeah. That gives invuln down the dial. Like we've seen objects that give invuln before and they saw a pretty considerable amount of play. So, yeah, I really... Yeah. Uh, really think the equipment here it's it's going to be high value you're going to want to get one of these asap and we we there was plenty of supers that we didn't mention uh for the most part because we think they'll dip um the title character wonder woman might as well be unique because title characters you can only play one mm-hmm. so any any title character will usually settle at like a decent price even i mean you they're usually super rares but should settle at a decent price because you can only have the one so it's basically unique um most of the other super rares that we didn't mention they just don't for do casual, anything stand out amazing that's so kind of the sad part <laughs> about like about like all title characters is besides several like flashes in the pan like an incredibly sexy individual winning a certain state that has like mount rushmore in it or whatever like besides that incredibly attractive sexy good looking strong handsome son of a gun who won with a <laughs> captain america resilient title character uh, no i was besides I was like that WWE you know, theme we don't see we, we don't see a ton of we don't see a ton of uh title characters do crazy well and this one is not no crazy standout either so She's, so last of mentioned she's cool. in she's the just super rare section, amazing. Uh, would be the super rare prime, and so okay. this was this was recently previewed. The um, black I'm lantern. Still a little on the fence with this. Yeah, yeah, the black lantern Wonder Woman, and uh, I think the only reason you'd really see her price drive up is because she's a black lantern. I know there are some people who are just absolutely crazy about the black lanterns. And it is a, a very high rarity piece. You know, you can argue that this is rarer than a chase, right? Super rare primes hard to come you know, by. Yeah. Her dial, I don't think, is like standout amazing. I like the two stop clicks at the end. Am I taking my prime slot for Wonder Woman? Probably not. Uh, I think she's fun, but I don't think she's uh, like viable enough to really see that you know massive super rare prime price that we've seen in the past. 
I think she's definitely going to be expensive, but I don't think this is a figure that will necessarily like retain its value or massively spike. I think this is going to be one that, you know, maybe opening day is like in the 80 to a hundred dollar range and will probably sit there or go lower in my yeah. opinion. I think she's see... like a sell right away for sure. I would yeah. sell her immediately. I would. Yeah. That's just me. Day one kind of sell, <laughs> but I don't think that she'll ever be cheap. So I agree um, with that from like the Harley Quinn and the Gotham girls, the super rare prime was a green lantern Harley and she still sells for a decent amount. Like I wouldn't say that she's expensive, so, right? but yeah, about, about 50 to 60 depending on, uh, when you catch it. Um, and so, yeah, like day one, this super rare prime wonder woman could probably go for a hundred, maybe more. But, I would agree with that. you know, like six months down the line, it's still going to be worth something. Uh, probably not like half of what it was originally going for or what it topped out at. But still, it'll it'll have some value. It's not like you're going to have a completely valueless figure. But I definitely, in that situation, you don't buy day one. You wait until the set's old and people yeah, are done with it. This is definitely a wait to purchase. Yeah. And then you get your Black Lantern Wonder Woman that you need mm -hmm. to complete your team or whatever. <laughs> okay. So exciting part, the chases. In this set, I think uh, I think three of the chases in this set are just absolutely absurd. And if you can pick them up, uh, definitely do so. So we'll just talk about the three most prominent ones first, I think. And I would like to talk about Scarab first because this piece is just insane. This piece breaks the game. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, we'll just uh, start by reading the damage power that he starts with on both of his starting lines. And that's 75 and 50. And that is the training wheels are off. Scarab can count squares for range and line of fire from unheld objects and opposing equipped characters. When Scarab attacks this way, he deals a maximum of one damage. So we're talking about a map-wide reach who can shoot through objects and equip characters. Run somebody up, have them drop an object, scare up shooting. Or if they're just already equipped, which most teams, they're running equipment, Scarab's just shooting them from a starting area, doing whatever he wants. This figure is insane, and that doesn't even mention his trait, which is free. Choose an adjacent character. Until your next turn, Scarab can use the effects of all equipment equipped to that character. So not only is he shooting from across the map, he's copying from the equipment of another character adjacent. Which means, you know, if you have Reality Gem, like, oh, hey, here's a Perplex. If you have Time Gem, here's a Prob. He's well, just Power Gem, then he's shooting you for a 13 or 12 for 4 with the Power Gem if you end up going that route. He can only deal one, sweet... though. Yeah. Oh, that is true. It still boosts his attack. Yeah, it's still, uh, but yeah. still fantastic, but... It's, and he still has six it's range. Absurd. So it's it's not like, regard, like regardless of the the special damage power, he's still a solid 50 points. He's not nearly as solid without that special damage power, but he's still a solid 50-point dial. Um, so copying, like, Astronomer next to him, copying a power gem and shooting somebody only six squares away from him still like super viable a 12 still, for yeah, four very strong for 50 um a reality gem being able to perplex down like because he doesn't have to be equipped he's just you know copying somebody next to him perplexing down an opposing character that's equipped with something 
and he can't like you know they're across the board. Uh, he but has here's traded outwit, so he can just outwit from across the board. Yeah, if you have two scarabs that are both equipped with something, and they're adjacent to each other, they can just essentially both be double equipped the whole game and. Yeah, it, it just gets real nutty. I think people are going to want him, obviously. He's going to be insanely expensive from day one, and I think he's only going up from there. People are going to run multiples, and really, like, there's going to be teams he fits better on, but this guy, you could put him on anything, and he'll get his points worth. Yeah. Mystic's team ability, too, like, if that wasn't mentioned. Like, this guy just doesn't stop. Yeah. He's he's absurd. This Being is able a, to uh, pick off a retaliator that's you know, without moving out of your starting area, pretty solid. Um, yeah. There's, yeah, there's a ton of stuff. Um, the secret six team ability, that's, you know, only really good if you're playing all six, like a full six secret six team. Um, but in that case, there's no protected outwit or safeguard outwit. So you get around power cosmic, you get around stop clicks, you get around a lot of stuff. And he has traded out with retail. So, yeah, it's <laughs> on the right team. And that team will have six outwits too. So you can really just say, I ignore this part of the game. I ignore that part of the game. I'm not counting range. <laughs> oh my, it, it just gets, it gets ridiculous. So yeah, Scarab, if you end up pulling one, uh, hold on to it and sell yeah. it later because he is only going to go up. I think he'll be a little bit cheaper on release maybe he'll be extremely expensive on release because people will know but i could see him going from like 125 on release to like 150 175 a couple months later and holding that for quite a while because yeah like he does something that no other character currently in the game does and that's draws line of fire and range from an opposing character basically like you know either from an equipment that's unheld like let's say they don't have anyone equipped you can place a light object adjacent to their starting area and yep so that's that's just in itself kind of a scary thought they have to waste an action to get rid of that light object um if they come equipped then they are just permanently for that entire game until they somehow lose that equipment they are permanently stuck being able to be targeted from scarab no matter where he is because you can draw i mean unless they have stealth i guess um but yeah for the entirety of the game he can draw a line of fire to their square from their square because that's how line of fire works it's really crazy yeah it sucks i mean it it is crazy it sucks it reminds me of the the uh, best way to put it yeah, it does suck. Dude, to me, it sucks. Because uh, there used to be like a cyborg that did that. This kind of brings back to like Iron Pharaoh type days where it's like, man. Yeah. Only can attack me in the starting area and it does I mean, not feel good. How many points no. was uh, Phantom X from Wolverine in the X-Men? Um, he was... Right, yeah, that's the whole thing. Because they were all over 100. Yeah. Iron Pharaoh was the cheapest at like 110. And this 142, dude be, same stats, you know, similar powers. 50, which is wild. And can draw a line of fire from a bystander. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's so it's, it's wild, oh, man. If you get scarab, just know that you you got the figure. You got the figure from Wonder Woman eighty. That is what you're looking for is scarab. And you know, do what you want with it. But if you're holding on to it, 
unless he gets errated, uh, he's only going up. He will stay useful. No question. I think so. The second figure, I think, is the commissioner. This guy is also just, I mean, disgusting, really. Um, where do you even start with him? Dual team abilities that are both useful. At 25 points, you can play him, too. So PD, Underworld, he has leadership. Uh, he has power once per game, generate a rookie bystander. The rookie bystander has Batman TA, also police team ability. He's got running shot, psychic blast, impervious. And then if Commissioner is within range and line of fire, he uh, has probability control as well. Seven range, dual target, 11 damage. Like this guy is uh, like already for 25 points. If you just got this pog, it's pretty worth it. But he does a ton more on top of that. Traded out with see-through hindering. And then he also has power. Choose an adjacent friendly character that shares a keyword with the commissioner. The chosen character can make an attack using its printed combat values. After resolutions, if they missed all targets, give them an action token. Um, This guy just doesn't stop either. For 25 points, I mean, you're getting leadership, a great pog, two great copyable team abilities, an outwit through stealth. He is unique, so you're not ever going to use multiples of him. But I think this is another figure that's going to start high, and he's only going to stay there. This is uh, an incredible figure. Does this not combo with uh, the Scarab, where power chooses an adjacent friendly character? (laughs) Scarab (laughs) shares the secret six keyword, so you can make an attack with Scarab for one penetrating damage. Or uh, I guess it would just be max of one damage. Um, But you can make an attack with that. And then you can have Commissioner give him the power, give a power action to Commissioner to have Scarab do basically a free attack again, counting line and fire through an opposing equipment or an equipped character. Um, and if a character is double tokened while you give that free attack, there's no penalty if you miss because you're already double marked. Right. Which is just actually again, uh, insane. There's only an upside for Scarab because then he gets two shots at a turn to roll a 10 or higher with Injustice League so he can take a token off. Like, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. It's nuts. It just so keeps moving, man. Nuts. Yeah, I, I mean... For 25 you points. Could, you could talk about this guy all day. Just know he's absurd. He does way too much for his point cost. He's got pretty solid keywords. I mean, if you pull him once again, hold on to him because he'll be useful for a yeah. long time. And this is one of the rare exceptions where a unique because the commissioner's uni- a unique chase this is one of the rare exceptions where i say a unique probably goes up in price because you it's know, not that people will be sure. using multiples but every team that runs secret six any team that runs and jason wingard anything and yeah jason, jason wingard, wingard yeah once again jason yeah. it all comes back to jason wingard yeah, baby no lie the rookie like don't don't even like <laughs> There's no I mean, the other rookie's way better figure. than the green light in the same set, dude. The He's rookie great. is the best ban- like best bystander that we've seen in uh modern. I agree. It's I'd gross. Agree. For for twenty five points, if the rookie was a bystander that cost twenty five points, I'd pay it just to play the rookie. A yep. five square running shot that has seven range, that's a twelve square reach with an eleven attack for three. Uh, penetrating damage and then it's got yeah. 18 impervious um, yeah not yeah. even considering the fact that it's a single base giant so it can roll for willpower 
It uh, has stealth because Batman ally. It has the police team ability, so it's dropping defenses for friendlies. It's doing tons of stuff. All of this is just nuts. What it's, are they thinking? It's, it's not fair. This is another <laughs> what character are they doing? that falls in the category of, oh, this kind of sucks. <laughs> and yeah. Not that the figure does, but geez, like what game are we playing? You know? Absolutely. The next figure, uh, so this is uh, number three on my list for probably top chase that you'd like to pull in your uh, brick case, you know, whatever you're buying. And that is Sky Tyrant. I think this guy is also just absurd. Once again, you got the traded out with the Secret Six trait. But then he also has a, uh, a trait, which is when Sky Tyrant KOs an opposing character, which you know he's going to do, give him a reincarnation <laughs> token. When Sky Tyrant would be KO'd, you may instead remove a reincarnation token and turn him to click seven. So this guy is already going to be hard to put down because he's going to come in your face. Well, Jesus. Uh, He's going to run up in your face, and he's going to do some damage because he also has a move ability, which is Flurry. Charge, but do not have speed. When Sky Tyrant hits, after resolutions, he may move up to half his speed using improved movement characters. So this guy's coming at you with an 11 movement with Charge, Flurry, Exploit, and then an Outwit on top of that. Let's say he brings an object along for his good buddy Scarab. So he just gets to run up. And he can also quake with this flurry too, with the new uh, rules. And so it's he can penetrating. Just run up. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. Two penetrating damage to everybody around him. After actions, move back, throw down an object for your buddy Scarab. Scarab shooting him. And then if he kills something, unless you're pulse waving him, because that trait is not protected pulse wave, he's coming back to life, and he's just going to be a pain to deal with. Like, even if you're not playing him with other Secret Six figures. This guy is just running up to you, and he's dishing. Oh yeah, he's he's hurting you bad. I would love to. So, so in in a secret six build, if I'm being a dirtbag that's running a secret six team, I'm using the reality gem with somebody. I'm TKing Sky Tyrant out. I'm having Scarab copy the reality gem and TKing him again, and then I'm using my full movement charge to get across the board. And quake one of your like colossals, like your colossal retaliator, and then, like since it's penetrating damage, I'm most likely killing it because uh, I've got two perplexes on that as well. So I'm a 13 attack. I'm quaking your colossal, killing it, and then getting one of these uh, reincarnation tokens because I KO'd something. So even if you have another colossal that you retaliate on me against, and you manage to hit him to his KO. He's not even dead. And at that point, I've invested like almost nothing into this 50 point piece. I still have both of my like other figures. I've got like my scarab and whoever I, you know, had equipped with the other reality gem. Probably commissioner, you know. Sure. Like, yeah. It's like, it's just uh, at this point, it's, it's absolutely nuts. And I, you know, for the investment, we're only talking 125 points plus a reality gem, so 135 points. That's not even half my build, and I've got a figure that can get across the board, flurry with two targets or quake, and both of those do penetrating damage. So I'm either hitting, you know, three twice, or I'm flurrying and doing, you know, quake to a group of people twice for two penetrating damage or six penetrating damage to a single person. Like it's a lot for 50. 
which I feel like is yeah. what I said about Scarab, but he is also this guy is a lot for almost 50. in the same boat. He is, he's just, he's a pest. He's going to be really hard to deal with. Yeah. And more than likely, he's going to be hitting you first. Yeah. And this, this is similar. To, so another, uh, that was your top three. Another of my big wants from this set, and I know it's one of Calder's big wants, has a similar deal, and it's Guy Gardner who can quake. Yep. That's who I wanted to talk about next. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. He is going to be so cheap from release. You should sell him right away. I would say <laughs> $30 uh, or so to me because uh, yeah. he is tanking in value. Uh, Maybe contracts, 10 bucks even. Yeah, honestly, 10 bucks. I really feel bad <laughs> if you pulled a Guy Gardner. Uh, which is the way constructs are so open-ended with the rules right now. He's just not worth it. You just no one no else idea. can use it but him. It's just trap. Yeah, it's it's too much of a volatile market for you to try to invest in right now. So you should just uh, <laughs> give it to me. Thank you. Uh, I think he's right. pretty straightforward. Charge Quake piece with But realistically, yeah. yeah, there's so massive, there's great amounts of damage you can do with guy he's, here. And he's then not the, the full charge that Sky Tyrant is. No. But what he lacks in that, he makes up for with his construct that he makes and the just absolute mass amount of damage he can deal to a grouped up team. So mm -hmm. take that uh, Green Lantern super rare that we were talking about who can give everyone like a 19 with defense. Oh, this is his worst nightmare. <laughs> this, yeah, this team up is like literally the, the scissors to your paper if you're like, you know, for that idea. Um, for those of you who play rock, paper, scissors. For, for those competitive <laughs> rock, paper, scissors players. So, yeah, he's got Quake, and when he uses it and targets two or more characters, instead of dealing two damage, he deals damage equal to the number of characters, opposing characters, that are adjacent plus one. So if it's two, he's dealing three to, all the, to both of them. If it's three, he's dealing four to all three of them, and, you know, it just goes up. Um, there is a cap point where he can't be adjacent to more than eight, and it would be impressive to me if you could get him next to eight people and do this. But maybe still. with uh... and the biggest thing is it's penetrating because exploit combos. Oh, yeah, with that. maybe. So oh, yeah. not mm -hmm. only is he mm -hmm. dealing potentially like five to four people or something, it's five penetrating damage. So he's one of the few figures in the set that can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Sky Tyrant for the same points. I'd agree with that, yeah. potentially, you know, right. come up on top, depending on the setup. Definitely. I think uh, the last one really of note for me, and then the rest of them will be quick, uh, is King Shazam. I think he has a really interesting mechanic. But after just talking about these three, like, literal gods in Hero Clicks, you look at him and go, okay, well, you're not that special. <laughs> Uh, so he has, uh, what is it, the trait where when King Shazam is not on click 11 and would be damaged by an opponent's attack, you may instead note your current click and turn him to click 11, where he has a special attack power, which is the first time this click is revealed, King Shazam has immune until your next turn. Power. Make a close attack targeting all adjacent opposing characters. Hit characters are dealt three penetrating damage instead of normal damage. After resolutions, turn King Shazam back to his last noted click. So more than likely, you're only doing this once per game because he only has a 14 blank defense on that click 11. But, you know, he's also going to be really hard to deal with. He'll just run up in your face. If you deal with him, you better have a way to either kill him on that click, but he's immune, so good luck. 
or to get away from him because he's going to be dealing three penetrating. He's also yeah. Mystics, 11-move charge with exploit. I don't think he's doing as much as the other guys, but I definitely think uh, he's going to have some merit for Price just because his sculpt is incredible. Uh, it's a popular character once again, and uh, definitely some potential for use there. I think it's a mechanic that people are definitely going to play test with, and you know maybe yeah. they find something uh, really viable there. Yeah, so we saw we saw Mr. Porter pull him. We saw uh, Aries Edge in the Dishing Up Clicks uh, video. He pulled him. Um, it's an amazing sculpt, and for the sculpt alone, the character alone, uh, I think it's like a Batman who laughs kind of situation. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Maybe it's not the most competitive of the ones that we've talked about, but it's still going to be like everybody wants one kind of situation, and not mm-hmm. for nothing. He's got a, a he's got a trait that's better than a stop click because stop clicks can be worked around they can be gotten through he goes to a click and is immune so he has like a turn where you just straight up cannot KO him at best you can incap him or something you can get him with two action tokens and then knock him to that click and then he just can't do anything for a turn but even then he's he's immune that turn so you just cannot deal with him until the turn afterwards um so yeah i I don't know if he fits anything i mean clearly he's not gonna fit anything that i'm playing yeah (laughs) because that's just not like this is not something i really reach for but with the secret six with ruler mystical monster deity he's got so many options of stuff to be played with and for 50 points he's got a lot of life to be like had he's got a lot of decent stuff going on decent stats decent power combos Mm -hmm. um yeah it's just a really solid figure i i don't see him dropping in value because the sculpt alone is really cool shazam is really cool um We've got a Black Adam movie coming out soon. Not that that really means anything, but maybe people really want more Shazam stuff in their life. Who knows? <laughs> Hard to tell. So the uh, the last chases that uh, I wanted to touch on, don't need to discuss much for Dial. There's not a whole lot going on with them, but just a few things to note. Uh, the first one would be that Blue Lantern Flash. I think people will want him just because he's cool. I think he'll be a bit high on release. And then, you know, he'll more than likely come down. I could be wrong about that. He could just be incredibly popular, but I just don't think he's playable enough. I think people will primarily want him just because it's Blue Lantern Flash. That's fair, yeah. I'd say the same thing for uh, Yellow Lantern Hell Jordan as well. I mean, he's straight garbage, though. Like, he's actually bad. So you got to get rid of him right away. He's really cool. (laughs) Yellow Lantern, yeah. Like, this is not like... The Guy Gardner joke. Yellow Lantern Hal is actually just really bad. You guys got to get rid of him. <laughs> the reverse like, dial. Yeah. His, his, boot, his boot so far does absolutely nothing. Oh, right. on a Bizarro world, he's great. Absolutely. Yeah, in a Bizarro Until they fix construct, he's fine. You know, his boot sucks. It, do, it literally does nothing until they fix it. It, it moves characters around, which is woo-hoo-dee-doo. For those um, of but you who don't know, uh, yeah. the boot has close combat expert and in the same set that the constructs were made, on the back of the constructs, it says they cannot have their stats modified. Yeah, literally on so, the same card. It doesn't say by opposing characters or friendly yeah. characters. It just says, or oh. other characters, which would be probably what it's going to get errated to. But yeah, on the same exact card, 
it says their combat values can't be modified no. with a modifier. Yes. So, right. Yikes. It's such below it's average values. He's got sidestep, invuln, energy explosion. Like, if you gave me, like, the mehist, like, opening powers, it would be these powers. Like, okay. Like, for a 50-point figure, for what we're used to, these are a lot better values than what we're used to. But for what's in the same set at the same point line, this dude is straight garbage. Yeah, you're not... You're not playing this guy. He might yeah. hold some value just because he's cool, but other than that, you know, yeah, don't see a whole lot going on there. Jessica the, Cruz, I could see the last fitting one, yeah. a uh, a Justice League theme team, and that's probably about it because she can a little bit. Generate Her values same... and stats, powers, yeah, are a lot better. They're a lot better. Like, than, he also comes with uh, a construct, house. and that's the big thing. Yeah, the a usable construct for sure. Yeah, making everybody. Uh, energy shield deflection carrying 10 squares or running shot five with six range she also has one of the best uh support powers now which is enhancement for boosting range damage and that's not nothing when you're a taxi like a glorified taxi for 50 points um but yeah i i honestly yeah, yeah i don't think the rest of the lanterns in my opinion, the lanterns are going to be the first thing I sell, other than Guy Gardner. Um, yeah, they'll be the first thing I sell. The ones that we didn't mention, uh, Deathbringer and Supergirl of the Secret Six, will also be ones that I'll be selling or trading for different ones. Um, Sinestro as well. Yeah, Sinestro. I think he's got a yeah. really interesting construct. I don't. I don't see the practical application for it yet. I like, don't either. I. I don't see it. Yeah. It's it's tough for me to visualize how Sinestro is going to be useful. I think he could be. There's some wacky way that someone can probably make him work, but I'm not seeing it. Yeah, I just hate that he has psychic blast and close combat expert. Like that's weird. Just eh. Like I mean, why? I could see <laughs> so Sinestro with Molecule Man, where it's rough because hindering and water terrain no longer slow people. So when it says opposing characters within two squares can't use improved movement, that's literally only elevated and like outdoor blocking or like if they have amazing, I guess, or characters. So it's characters elevated and some form of blocking. And that's not, it's just not something that I can guarantee. Nothing incredible. with Molecule mm-hmm. Man, I could drop water or I could drop hindering, but that no longer hinders people for movement. So, what am I, you know, what am I doing with that? Mm-hmm. It's not nothing because it does have barrier, but I don't think you're yeah. playing Sinestro just because he can drop a barrier pog. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's pretty much the set. Yeah. Um, I do yeah, think. I mean, the- um, the play at home kit Wonder Woman is viable for play in I mean absolutely in casual I have no idea in uh, competitive but she drops a pog that has the Wonder Woman team ability and super senses so if you're playing like who could that be good for (laughs) if you're playing someone like (laughs) yeah like uh, Waste (laughs) and Gingard if you're playing someone like that (laughs) and you just really need a uh or if you're just you just need a solid wonder woman to copy the wonder woman team ability from uh this one has justice society justice league warrior and then also makes a taxi that can carry people um 
so yeah but overall people uh this will more than likely be i'm pretty sure at this point we know it's a one chase per brick set correct that's what was yes it is so that's uh stores so that wasn't promised to customers but it was promised to stores so whether or not that actually i mean this is a dc set and most of the like the batman animated series had 12 chases and that's how it was um rebirth had fewer chases and that's not how they had eight yeah From what so I, I know, say, and like what I've noticed from like people, actually, sorry, uh, from people that no, they've been good. giving, and I mean the most random people that they've been giving the product to, it seems like the one chase per brick seems to be fairly consistent. Yeah. So I, you know. I, I don't, I don't think we're gonna have a House of X problem. So yeah. Not, oh my. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hope not. Then starting me to bring that up. <laughs> for those that bought it, I guess not me. Yeah. I was smart, but for those that bought it, yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually the the only case gambling. of House of X that I bought, I used for prizing, and Lucas Tom Van Hollen got the chase I wanted. <sighs> he doesn't even listen. I don't know why I shout him out all the time. Whatever, <laughs> it's fine. I'll make sure to clip it and send it to him. Yeah, just go to his house and smash his old man <laughs> Phoenix, if you would, please. Um, On it. Yeah. <laughs> no. I just uh, uh, I wanted to close this off, just saying, like, if if you're a newer player, you know, maybe you're not somebody who buys bulk product that often. I think this is a great set to uh, consider, and because I mean, roughly half the chases are just so good, or at least like very playable. And so you have about a 50% chance of pulling a chase that is, you know, knocking the socks off of people. <laughs> so, well, and, yeah. Uh, there's and your value right there. Just to throw it the out. Super Rare is also great. Even, uh, I mean, we kind of knocked the lanterns and their constructs, but even those ones should fetch around, I'd say, like 75 to 90 upon release. I, I think that's that, fair. Yeah. And so if you buy a brick for, I don't know, like, 107 or no not 107 if you buy a brick for like 150 and you pull like a lantern that's over half your bricks cost and then you can sell probably you know like felix faust or you know whatever super rare that you didn't want or maybe like a prime or whatever you can make your money back pretty easily on this set and if that's what you you know if you really want to like trade like you really want a guy gardener or something you'll probably have to throw more than like your flash or your uh guy Gar- or how jordan whatever one of the <laughs> worst lanterns sinestro you'll probably have to throw more than a lantern for a lantern to them but it's a pretty good deal in the long run in my opinion trading your like a chase for uh one of the higher chases if you can mm-hmm. so yeah that's uh that's the set analysis. Be on the lookout, <laughs> folks. That's what we're doing. All right. So, yeah. And then we didn't really touch on it, but legacy cards, they exist. N- none of them are crazy standout. Yeah. Honestly. They exist. They exist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not. You said it. If yeah. you've got the figure, I mean, uh, some of them are like, some of them look fun. The KC, the old KC Wonder Woman with the 13 blades looks fun. 
I'm not sure. paying 175 points to play it, even in, like, they do give her the Wonder Woman team ability. She has no super senses anywhere on her dial, though. Um, so I'm I'm not playing that one, even, like, casually, because I don't own it. But uh, what's the... Is it the L035 that came in Batman animated series, I think? Yeah. Yeah, like you see card for a modern character. I actually yeah, so own funny. that one, so maybe I'll I'll play that one if I get it. But So maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we don't know what the other ones are, but we kind of do. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's Balls of Fury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw Absolutely that. Absolutely confirmed. I saw a post about sure. Yeah. That was confirmed on April 1st. <laughs> All right. So we... We're going to jump into community here. There are dozens of us. Dozens! Just to end off the show, we got a couple of listener questions. And I, these are about as serious as they get, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to skip over the first one because we can't answer that on the show. Second one, though... Alder and Simeon were each handed a can of dip and had to pack a horseshoe-sized lip, which would likely vomit first. Uh, so we're going to ask this to eat. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, okay, Ian, thanks for the uh, quick answer there. It's not because it's <laughs> not because like, Calder has like a weaker it. stomach or anything. It's because Calder is a cleaner person and hasn't had as much nicotine coursing yes. through his veins as me. So, yes. I've had Just approximately the, zero nicotine yeah, coursing sheer, through my veins so far. And that's what life. does it with dip, is like the sheer like shock of the nicotine hitting your system will make you vomit if you've never, if you like shove too much so in. Dip is so awful. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I too would vomit. It would just be after Calder did. Because <laughs> dip is uh, disgusting. Although, however, I, I, I'm taking a part in the fact is that you would be faster to get it inside inside your mouth than I am. I have a much yeah, I have stuff a, like it's that. It's true. So, I might overcompensate yeah. and shove too much in. It could, like, it could very well be Calder even puts for how like fast you can do it and then yeah. for how grossed out I will be. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it could be the same. Either way, I know my father would be incredibly disappointed in me uh, if, I, if that ever Dips-appointed. happened. Dips-appointed? Dips. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, the and then these are, all, these are all from Chance McCall. By the way, super fan Chance McCall. And then he said, question for the show. Why is Calder so bad at drinking beer that even my girlfriend mocked him? <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, uh, beer is disgusting. Wow. Uh, thank you. That is all. That is all I can I was going to say, real to, men drink whiskey, fair, and that's all I've got to, to say. To be fair, Calder's non-copyright is somebody that it's soon as I feel you, like you guys aren't being very fair, but you're both saying to be fair. Yeah. To be fair. And, and Chance McCall, to be fair, as soon as <laughs> yeah. you take your pills in the morning, your girlfriend goes away. So I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even so, know yeah. what that means. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because he's. Well, I'm just saying he's a crazy person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now I get it. You ever seen that TV show, Lee? Kind of yeah, like. dude. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Calder's non-copyright infringing beer in uh, <laughs> in whatever that was. Extreme rules. I knew, uh, no matter what. Yeah, extreme it was rules. highly highly carbonated, so it was forcing him to like breathe through excessive amounts of burps, and that's that's just a struggle yeah. that no one wants to do. Like, it's like I get a hiccups really bad, but like super easy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but all right, those are our our questions, I guess. So if you want to answer us questions, ask us questions like this that we will some for some reason answer on the show. You can do so uh, either messaging the Twitter, the Facebook, 
or joining the Discord. And like we talked a lot about the Discord, but if you want to support us on Patreon, any any tier at all gets you instant access like that to the Discord. The link is on Patreon. You can also get our really sweet tokens that we give away each month. All sorts of awesome stuff. This month, we uh, already did the giveaways, a ton of Fantastic Four Future Foundation stuff. Next month, uh, whatever product I can get my hands on of Wonder Woman will be given away. But if not in April, for sure, at the end of May, we're going to give away all the extra stuff I couldn't move for some reason. Uh, so, yeah, whatever I don't sell from Wonder Woman will be just be given away on the Patreon. So there will be, at the very least, tons of legacy cards and rares and commons and uncommons that you will get for just doing the normal supporting stuff as well as getting the stuff you would get for free or well for supporting us you get what you pay for and you also could get some extra to join patreon uh, really quick before we totally end the show uh, i do want to do a jedi legend hero clicks tip of the week you don't want to sell me death sticks i don't want to sell you death sticks you want to go home and rethink your life i want to go home and rethink my life he says, uh, given some pros to Force Blast in the past, under the 2021 rules, you now knock back an opposing character guaranteed three squares and at range, and you still don't need to die to roll for it, which is cool, but there is no damage. So quick reminder, knockback sucks. Uh, the power is different. That's the tip, but knockback still sucks, and it's absolutely garbo. So yes, <laughs> yeah, you are, you are even, welcome. I don't even know and if course, we know yet if you can knock someone off of Elevated anymore um, because of like how placement no stuff works we're not completely sure oh. until uh the core rule book i assume that's how it works i assume at this point any question that i have i defer to the older rules and assume that that's how it'll work but who knows at this point yeah. right hard to tell and we're going to shout out the YouTube channel really quick. If you want to see all these awesome cinematic universe that is Extreme Rules, you can watch all of the first promos we made and the game on our YouTube channel, as well as all the other games we threw up there. We have a series going on right now called Sculpt Swap. If you ever wanted to put a different character on a dial or you wanted a certain property that WizKids hasn't gotten their hands on to put inside Heroclix, that's what we're doing on Sculpt Swap. Simeon's throwing some D&D figures on there. Uh, I had... Hyper Two Sonic Clicks make me a custom Scourge. That was a movie version of Scourge because that felt like it was super missing from the gravity feed, and I put that on a Scourge dial. We also have our Thursday Throwdown series, which, Malcolm, I know you're listening to this. Whoa, we didn't answer your questions. I know, buddy. That's because Thursday Throwdown ain't over yet, baby. We are going to be going into now modern age sets because they're about to rotate anyways. Normally just been a golden age thing, but we take two sets. We pit them against each other, and you guys vote for the figures on our teams. So we've been having tons of fun with Thursday Throwdown. And with Wonder Woman coming up soon, there will be a Wonder Woman pitch meeting video as well as some other dumb skit videos, I'm sure, around the corner. So check all that out on our Dial H oh, for Hero Clicks YouTube channel. There's definitely channel. some around the corner. That's oh, there's definitely heard. some around the yeah. corner, ladies and gentlemen. We, we also some good have videos the, coming out. the April video of the month that will be dropping at some point in the month. Um, that's not one of like the big videos, but it is in... A, as promised, an in-person video because of the, the Patreon hit the level. Yeah, make sure you subscribe to these guys because big things, they're coming. Oh, they're coming. I wish we could give it away, but it's right. just too good. You guys got to wait. It's so too good, I... ladies and gentlemen. It's oh. too good. So before <laughs> we end off the show. You guys got to wait for the trailer. 
Oh yeah, the trailer itself is just already beautiful. So yeah, that's a, that's another big one, guys. Uh, but before we go, you guys want to do any shout outs really quick? If not, Simeon can read out the show. Ian, no shout outs here. Right. No shout outs. All right. I'll I'll just say um, I am tempted with these D and D figures. I am tempted to add those to the giveaways, but only if we get some people that are actually interested, since they will only be usable in like the casualist of settings, um, and as like shelf pieces. And of course, I am not the greatest painter because you guys have probably seen them at this point. I really like how the ogre zombie turned out. The manticore kind of looks like a clown, but if that's what you're into um, and you really want them in the giveaways for our Patreon stuff, then I'm I'm for it, I guess. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. So with that, already then. If you'd yeah, like man. to, if it's still like you, to bro. Your, you still got the mic. If you'd like to get your finalized orders in for the Wonder Woman set, if you think that we've convinced you that there's enough value to be had, you can get that order in at CoolStuffInc.com. Dow5 is the code to use to get 5% off. With a case, you can still get entered into that whole uh, random con exclusive thing that they are doing. But I think there's enough value besides that. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks. No. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like the hundred? Instant deadpan humor. Over How they, six uh, people humor? think I am funny. It's the hard day's work. Not that you know anything about that. Which absolute fools it's not witcher nonsense i'm gonna make hero clicks like that forever are you <laughs> kidding me hey google attack someone let's attack simian because he's a jerk wow 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 and as always happy trails